Meanwhile, at the What's On Joe Mind Lookout Deck and Promenade. Funny story, if I had been born a boy, my name would be David. So there you go. David oh. Root. <laughs> then you could grow into David Tree. You <laughs> shrink into David Tree. <laughs> Damn. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind Ladies Night. We did this about a year ago, so it's becoming a tradition, and here we are again. Tonight's episode is 118, and I am joined by the fabulous cosplayer, Sarah. Hi, hi. Hi. (laughs) And the amazing customizer and cosplayer, Kate McLeod. Hello. Hello, ladies. How are you? Really good. Excited to be here. I I have a drink. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have enough of a drink, so I'm a little worried now. I don't get an introduction. I need a drink. We are <laughs> we are also joined <laughs> by the not female Mike Irizari. I just thought it was dudes' night. Uh, my bad. Can't read my own writing. It's kind of nice. Dude. Um, You're gonna be the dude. <laughs> I'm taking this one kind of half off here. I'm just I'm just here to make sure it doesn't blow up. Well, all three of us are drinking, so you, it's a good thing you're here. <laughs> I really, because if you drink enough, I'm just going to quit recording and just let you keep going. Or, or I'll keep recording and it just won't be in the show. It'll be part of the outtakes and blackmail later. <laughs> so we, have, we got options. We are not afraid. No. No. <laughs> Bring it on. Let's do this. I did not expect fear. <laughs> well, welcome to our ladies' night, Mike. Thank you. I appreciate the invitation. <laughs> I'm sure you'll ignore me as the evening goes on. Well, let's jump in. Come on, hostess with the mostess. Get us a transition here. <laughs> I did the intro. I guess it's a, it's the next thing on the list is what you're supposed to say. <laughs> uh... <laughs> What is going on? Way to use that verbal dexterity to get yourself around. (laughs) What I do isn't so easy now, is it? Is it? It is not. I'm like, okay, there's a list, and that's your word. You're supposed to say the next thing. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Well, the first thing we did want to talk about tonight, and, and really the only reason I'm here is to, to get this ball rolling, because we didn't want Joe to have to both give the content of the segment as well as introduce herself doing so. <laughs> but <laughs> big news in the Colton house in the last few weeks, as Joe yeah. is now a full-fledged American citizen, not just a Canadian convert, she is... <laughs> An American citizen, and it, the the process it's done top to bottom, signed, sealed, delivered. Joe, take us through that. When did you get started in renouncing your Canadianhood? 
I did not renounce my Canadianhood. No, of course not. Um, but I started in 2008 with a visa. And slowly, I renewed the visa once a year and then got onto another visa, which is called an H-1B. And it's for specialized jobs. And then I got that renewed. And then I applied for a green card all the while paying lawyers and fees. And I got my green card finally. And then after five years on the green card, that's when you can apply for naturalization, which I did. And I applied in December and then got it September 11th. So September 11th, I became a US citizen. And it was 11 years of trying and over $20,000. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. You hear all kinds of horror stories about the stress involved with applying. Oh, I was almost deported once. (laughs) Oh, my God. Really, knowing you like we do, that's not necessarily a bad plan of action. (laughs) But take us through that a little bit. I, I think a lot of folks who are born here don't understand how stressful it is for folks who are trying to get here and stay here to do so even somebody like yourself i mean not not i'm not belittling canada here but it's hardly an exotic locale you're immediately to the north right 90 percent of the canadian population is within 100 miles of the u.s border we share a lot of resources in that regard you know you're, you're, you're practically in the club anyway but still talk about the stresses of, of getting those visas and getting that green card and and so, so- forth each application that I did for a visa was anywhere between $1,500 and $3,500. And it, there was no guarantees. The first time I applied for the specialized visa, I didn't make it in the lottery because they only, they only allow like 350,000 visas a year for that specific lottery. And everything's literally a lottery. And so the company I was working for at the time forgot to renew my specialized visa. And so I was literally 17 days of not being able to go to work, but having work to do. So I had to work from home while also fearing that they would see that my number was up and I did not renew and they would come to my house because they know where you live. And I would have 24 hours to pack up my entire life and get escorted to Canada. So it it was a lot of stress. I got sick because of it, and yeah, I had friends offer to marry me to keep me in the country, but you can't just do that. There's, like, a time limit on that, so when you, if you do that, like, you have to go get your wedding license four days before you get married. It's not like, oh, you can just go down to City Hall and do it all in one day, but I also didn't want to do that, so I was just praying, and thankfully, it turned out fine. When I applied for my green card, there was another scare they had forgotten to, same company forgot to fill out a certain form and they were pinged by the government for it and they were going to have to pay a $25,000 fine, but they hired a lawyer to help them and that's how I got my green card. There was a couple times when I thought I was going to get deported or lose it or not be able to stay. It's very stressful. There's a lot of crying and sleepless nights and hair going gray and no money and 
So yeah, yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago on John Oliver's program. Naturalization came up, and he talked about his experience with it. As a you know, he was a, a citizen of the UK mm-hmm. and was was working for the Daily Show at Comedy Central, and had everything sent to his work address. So all this stuff came in for him, and it, you know, it was a work visa too because he was obviously working for this highly visible television program. Yes, and there's categories for each of those visas. There's like categories you fit into not it's not just like a free-for-all but yes continue sorry (laughs) that's okay and he said that even with the the visibility that he was he had and and the fact that it was i guess you know you, you don't hear about celebrities or or entertainers having to worry about that sort of thing but when his paperwork went through they kind of did a surprise party for him, and they presented him with a slice of apple pie and a can of Budweiser. <laughs> as, he, as he walked into a room, you know, jumped out from behind the, the furniture and whatever, and he said, just right there in front of everybody, he just started to cry. Yeah. He just broke down because it was so stressful and, and weighed so much on his mind. And again, this is somebody they were paying six figures to come over and do silly newscasts. You figure... That oh well they 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 got it made. It's, it's really a very just a very nerve wracking kind of ordeal, and and it's mm-hmm. it's really it's wonderful that you were able to, to navigate all that and and finish up and, and become a citizen of our great country. Thank you. When I applied, they they told me like you have to get fingerprinted, and then you study the book that they give you for like the history, and then you get interviewed. And then you have a reading comprehension, a speaking test, and then like a writing test. And I was like, well, I can pass the reading and writing. And I was like studying that book like crazy. I even had my mom asking me just in case one of the interviewers wasn't you know, natural born American. They too were an immigrant. And if I couldn't understand them. And so I was like, oh, man, like this is going to be awful. But she was super, super nice. But I was so nervous. Like, I was sweating. I brought all my paperwork from the very beginning that I had taken or been given. And she was like, not many people do that. I was like, you have no idea how long I've been waiting. (laughs) Yeah. Go a little inside sports. Last winter, I went to D.C. for a friend's wedding. And Joe and Wes put me up for the couple days I was there. And some of this paperwork for this final interview came during the time when I was at their house. And it was really jarring because Joe is very much like she is on the show. She's she's pretty happy-go-lucky. She's extremely, you know, she's versatile. You can't throw a whole lot at her that throws her off track. And that pa- that paperwork threw her off track. Like that that's how it, it was really. It looked like it was just a gut punch, and it wasn't even. Yeah. It wasn't even a hey, this is bad news. It's just, a, oh, this is the next step. Get ready to go full throttle towards the edge of a cliff kind of situation. And it, it just, I, I really felt for you on that one. Thank you. But I'm, yeah. again, I'm glad. Up it, till the last minute. Like, like, they, like the day that they test you, if they don't want to give you like a day, like if you pass, they can still decide not to allow you to get your citizenship. 
till the day you take the oath, they can tell you no. Now, I suppose the, the important question is, do we have to trade somebody back to Canada to allow no. you to stay? Because I, I got a list if you need some candidates. No. All right. You get to stay, Kate McLeod. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'll go to Canada. I'll you, you can't leave Christopher behind. No, exactly. We, we, we don't. We don't need him running around unsupervised. Come on now. <laughs> you're, stu you're stuck. You're stuck. They do have good whiskey up there. They have good whiskey. Down they have here. good whiskey up there. They have good whiskey down here. We've got the best bourbon down here. I know. What did we learn yesterday? Yesterday was. Every bourbon is a whiskey, but not every whiskey is a bourbon. Correct. True. That was, that's, that's the truth. That was Bobby, Bobby Vala's whiskey tip of the day. Yes. To put a bow on that story, officially welcome to our world, Joe Colton. Thank so, you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we, do, we do expect you to help us clean up. Uh, I did register to vote. Day Thank I got you. Day, uh, on September 11th, because uh, so I got my citizenship September 11th, and I was like, they were like, would you like to register to vote? And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> I and then I that forgot. This is ironic. I forgot to check the box when I did my form. Are you an American citizen? I left it. They sent me the form. Online, like I checked and I was like, You are almost registered, there's something wrong. And then, like, four days later, a letter came in and said, You forgot to, and it was highlighted. So I was like, Oh, okay. Oh. They just highlighted it oh, and sent, God. A, sent a picture of themselves slapping their own forehead. <laughs> I was like, What do I do? I guess I just like mark an X that yes, and then like I mail it back. So I did that, and now I'm registered. An 11-year process, and you didn't check the box. Great! <laughs> that sounds like our girl. Uh, I have a huge certificate, so... And it has my picture on it. I don't know why it has my picture. I know what it looks like, but... Oh. Yes. And and apparently you don't get a card that says you're a citizen. I thought you did. <laughs> no. I mean how how do you prove like do you get anything aside from that certificate that you're gonna frame and put on your wall? <laughs> you no. Don't do anything else? No. And then you can get a passport. And then you have to send so that, that certificate, I had to make sure that everything was correct on it. Because mm -hmm. the moment I left the citizenship office, it was a thousand dollars to correct an error. Oh, my God. And almost a year to get the certificate back. So I checked everything. I left. I, I registered to vote. They were like, you can now get a passport. And I was like, great. They were like, you have to send in this, this sheet of paper. And I was like, the certificate? They were like, yeah, they need the original. I go, I spent over $20,000 to mail it to you? <laughs> so, yeah, I have to mail it to them. Oh, my God. Okay. Just a random question. Do you have two passports, or how does that work as a dual citizen? Yes, yes okay. I have two passports. Okay. It allows her to work around some potential roadblocks. Like, there's some nations that she could travel to that 
the U.S. passport entitles them to to a quicker passage. There's some other countries where a Canadian passport would entitle them to quicker passage. It's it is kind of an advantage cool. for situations like that. That's really really awesome. But Next on our list is the Halloween costumes. Oh, let me get this link. If yes. You, if you keep referencing... It's G.I. Joe Halloween <laughs> costumes from the 80s. These are my favorite things. And they're creepy. I love it. And then there's G.I. Joe Christmas ornaments, which people do not know about. Or many people don't know about. I knew about them because I'm obsessed with ornaments. But yeah. Okay, let's do <laughs> I'm going to throw this out there as a note before we start this segment. We are an yeah. audio podcast. <laughs> audio yeah, podcast. we will somehow provide this link. It's through Vintage Fruity Joe's. <laughs> he kindly gave us permission to share the pictures if we want to, too. So, yeah, just so we can follow along because everyone needs to see this with their eyeballs. It's not something you can see it's it's terrifying it's amazing the sergeant slaughter is amazingly terrifying <sighs> i just i love these i want to make a accurate adult size version of this to wear around i want to be the as you can fit into the child's one i probably could <laughs> so on the site how many costumes are displayed how many what variety are we looking at here because I know they they did four of those Ben Cooper variety ones where it's basically a colored yes. hefty bag with the mask. Yes, that's what we're talking about. So there's like... Like the, 13 or 14? Oh my God, there's that many? I'm just counting the masks on this list here. But yeah, hold on. Also, math's not my strongest suit because, you know, but two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve, I think. 12. 12 on this site, anyway. The famous ones are the Sarge, and then there was a Flint and a Lady J, and a Footloose that they called Speedy. We also have the French masks, which are even more horrifying. Oh. Um, but we'll, we'll talk oh, about those. Those are so amazing. We can talk about those after when we talk about the current subject. Ugh. Didn't you Just... find older ones? That's what I have right here. These are um, play suits. So it was, and this is all from vintage 3D Joe's. So this is what I'm looking at. Uh, and these were from Halco at first. And these are from the 60s and 70s. And the first couple, it's a G.I. Joe play outfit. And then the second one is also called a play outfit. But they actually have cloth. Like it's the scary plastic mask. Okay, and then so they have... So where's these 80s ones? Because I haven't seen those, actually. Are there separate ones from the site? No, the, the, the ones on that site are all the 60s ones. Then there's the... Um, hold on, let me find it. I don't see the other ones. There's the, the, the 80s one that's grunt that I found. <laughs> yes. And, and then there's that's a just... creepy Sergeant Slaughter. Okay. okay. Sergeant Slaughter. Can you send me a link to that if that's possible? <laughs> Maybe that's the one I need to make. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could get away with getting the mask and just making a slightly bigger play suit. So the, uh, the 60s and 70s versions. First is the cloth suit, 
and then you can kind of see the decline in the quality. But the later versions, it seems to be like a, just oh, kind of a yeah. printed, printed smock. Oh. And then, uh, then it becomes more of like, it looks like the garbage bag. It goes into uh, Action Force, <laughs> and then it will have the character face, and then it has the character on the smock doing something, and it just... This oh, yes, just... the Adventure Team Commando one is really weird. Yeah, these are terrifying with the the yellow hair and the <laughs> like dark, empty, soulless eyes. They're awful. <laughs> so, so, yeah, these were... Um, uh, this was Halco, and then... <laughs> In the 1970s, it was the Adventure Team costumes, and those were made by Collegeville. And again, these are on Vintage3djoes.com, so I would encourage you to go on there and uh, pull these nightmare creations up for yourself. Amazing. So, my God. There's a ginger. (laughs) I really want to do that, the astronaut one from the 70s. Is there a picture of the... Of Sergeant Slaughter outside of the box, or is it just that mask photo? I didn't go looking for the rest okay. of the crazy. I wonder what that looks like. <laughs> Perhaps as a postscript to that, we have our own Justin Bell masks that we took to JoeCon. A couple. Of years oh my ago. God, those were those were horrifying. They really yes. were. They they were unexpectedly I terrifying. I think we were on a panel, and each one of us had one of those things. You were. You were. You did it. It was awful. Yeah, for as when we get done with this tonight, my plan was actually to change the profile picture on the Facebook page back to the shot of Gary holding the Justin mask. Yeah. Which is... Oh, man. So then, back onto the, the Ben Cooper. So supposedly they're... Um, if you look, it's it's 1982 Hasbro on the box, but the costume says 1987. That's the scary grunt and then the super scary um, Sergeant Slaughter. I, I think the Sergeant Slaughter is probably the worst one. Yeah. There's because of the glasses. Day, but she looks fine. The Yeah, the goggle glasses thing is creepy. Yeah, so then we have in, in 1987, you um, you speak French. Right, Joe? A little bit. So would it, okay. Uh, C-E-S-A-R. Would it be Cesar? Yeah. Okay. So anyway, the 1987 French masks from Cesar, and they had Flint, Destro, Lady J, which is terrible, and then uh, Speedy slash Footloose. And these were... They didn't seem to have any kind of accompanying costume. It was just a vacuum-formed, horrible, nightmare-inducing mask. (laughs) So you should definitely Google these because they're perfect for Halloween. You'll never sleep again. (laughs) And the thing, children were dressed up in these. Some of our own fans dressed up in these. I don't know. I'm more perplexed that you grew up in Toronto and you don't speak French. Toronto is not the French-speaking province. I just ha- I took it in school as a as a choice. All right, there you go. So you know what makes these things scarier than what? the way they look just normally is when they melt in the sun. <laughs> oh we had all four of these at one of the first coil cons, which was outside, 
and the sun was just kind of hitting this perfect angle to come into the tent and it melted all of these masks so they collapsed in on themselves. So they were all kind of caving inward and it was uh it was horrifying. I think we have them in the garage somewhere. Aaron was gonna try to find them for me so I could <laughs> share, but uh he did not. Oh Lady J's just staring at me. I gotta scroll I gotta scroll down. Ugh. You guys having those though was inspiration for me to do my Sarge uh, costume. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that or not, but you look way less creepy. <laughs> yeah. That's just because I wasn't wearing a mask yet, but we'll see. Yeah. And your mustache was far more lustrous. Oh. Right. Hold it was my a nice face. mustache. That was real human hair on my face. Oh my god. No. Oh. Yeah. Quality. Did you guys, so I was looking at other G.I. Joe costumes. Have you guys seen the little cobra dress thing? I don't, you can yes. still get it. Oh, my God. So, no, a, those them. are more recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dress is still available. Yes, they're like, like 2005 and after. They're horrible. Yeah, they're. Why are they horrible? I haven't seen these. Well, oh, here, one I'm is gonna... a female Cobra Commander. They did release some after uh, the movie. So they have a Snake Eyes and a Storm Shadow. They had, uh, you know, like the visor, the swords. They had Ninja Stars. Um, they did do a Scarlet from 80s Toys. 80s Tees, I think it was. Oh, okay. yeah. But she had the red shoulder pad on the wrong side. And no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if there's one person that that's going to absolutely disqualify that costume for, she's on this show right now. <laughs> yeah, it, I'm I'm the mean person. I saw them at I saw one girl at Dragon Con. She's like, I'm totally excited. I was like, that's wonderful. I just sent you these. Uh... I oh, it's like pictures. vinyl. Yeah, it's like a super shiny spandexy vinyl mm-hmm. little dress. Oh, yeah. And then there's, a, it has a beret and a little mask. It's awful. I kind of want to get one. <laughs> yeah, it would go along. It, we should have like a bad costumes theme where we where we make the adult version of the bad <coughs> kids ones. And then we also have the bad adult ones too. So on this Cobra Commander though, her... Her ass crack would be out in the back, right? Like you're looking at this too. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's not that's not like, going to cover anything. I no, think they lengthened her torso as well. Yeah, she's been photoshopped. It's creepy. Yeah, but those pants are sitting below her hip. Yeah, she's just not in proportion because they've they've messed with the photo so much. Yeah, her legs are taller, and then her torso is super tall or long. Man. Mm-hmm. Modern, All right, we got to get these costumes. The modern costume industry <laughs> has given us everything from sexy police officer to sexy firefighter to sexy ear of corn. So sexy Cobra Commander is par for the course. I don't even know what the other one is supposed to be. I think we should make that variable accepted in the club and we should all wear it. <laughs> If we are all start um, doing that, I don't think they can stop us, right? Oh, 
God, it's the worst. It's the majority going. <laughs> I'm going to let you guys decide that and I'll do whatever you want. <laughs> I do think it would be fun to get these just for one, like, one night and everyone wears them. It should be hilarious. Ugh. Just like a bat. It's like an ugly sweater party, but for cosplayers. Yes. <laughs> The least sexy, sexy Cobra Commander. We have to do weird shots, though, just to counter the weird clothing we're wearing. Yeah. Photos or drinks? <laughs> shots. Just just drinking shots. Okay, good. Uh, all right. Yes, yes, good. Now that we've settled that we're now going to make these things uh, a reality. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's transition over to the ornaments. So, in my research, I found one, two, three, four, seven official Hallmark ones. That doesn't include, like, the other ones that are off-brand or, or just at Target. God, Sergeant Slaughter. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I opened up. I opened up. Um, I think we underestimated chrome. the degree of nightmare fuel that this is providing here. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. So in 1999, Action Soldier was released, and he was for the 35th anniversary of G.I. Joe. And I guess they did well. Because in 2000, they released the action pilot. 2001 was the fighter pilot. And 2002 was the lunchbox with the thermos. And then I didn't find a 2003. But in four, there's a rare Hallmark keepsake of a helicopter with the action force adventure dude. I guess. Mm -hmm. I can't even see the photo. He, he, I, I'm assuming. It's so small. I can't see it. And then 2005, it was the 40th anniversary. And that figure, uh, the ornament was inspired by the 1964 sea sled and frogman. So it's literally like an underwater scuba diver with a sled and propellers. And then in 2014 was the 50th anniversary, but they did a 12-inch action soldier. I started collecting these. And I didn't know if anyone knew about them. And then when I brought them up, people were like, there are figures? So do you have all of them? Which ones do you have? I have the 50th anniversary. I have the 40th one, which is the sea sled and frogman. I don't have the lunchbox. I have the astronaut. And that's it. The lunchbox is cute. Yeah. I'm looking at that right now with a little, the, the thermos is separate. Yeah, but it's uh, really no, cute. It comes, they come together though, like in the little. Yeah, box. yeah, yeah. But no, it's super cute. I like it. You have to get them all. Oh, so it actually opens the lunchbox does. I don't know. So what they it fit does. together. What did that mean? Yeah, yeah, it does. It this actually does. Um, I'm looking at some selling site, but it says um, pressed in and handcrafted lunchbox opens and closes. So oh, it does so open. Cute. That's adorable. Oh. I don't know why I don't already have these. I have like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle tree going on, but I think it needs to expand into like all the the nerd things I collect. I think 
Are they hard to find? Are they rare now to find on eBay and stuff? Or the uh, the helicopter is rare. I had never seen that one until today. Mm. But Carlton Cards released a couple uh, or one. It had Snake Eyes on the one side and then Storm Shadow on the other. And then obviously people make the custom ones. But they had a Rise of Cobra ornaments. They had oh God. Yeah, like <laughs> not anything we would get. But yeah, the GI Joe. I, I just want to get everything that's GI Joe, though. I think whether it's worthy of having or not, <laughs> you're a completist. Chris is rubbing off on me, guys. <laughs> Those are the only ones that I can find that are actual hallmark. So I don't think that they had them every single year, which is sad. Mm. Sarah, do you have any? No, I don't. I didn't know they existed until you told me about them. <laughs> so, no, I don't. I don't have any. Archery is geeky though too. So, but uh, no, no GI Joe yet. 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 We do have a geeky tree. I don't think they're doing one this year. Maybe they will for the new movie. Yes, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, you can always just string up all your actual, like, action figures <laughs> on your tree. Yep. Well, the last one, which was the 12-inch, was how, like, the uh, the 12-inch box, but it was miniature with... Oh, cute. Yeah, with the man that would stand on the inside. And then his, the hook for his head, there was a hole in the box, and you just pulled the, the loop through and then hooked in there. So he hung with the box. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's very cute. Aww. I need to get that lunch box. So is your Christmas stuff going up like immediately after Halloween is over? No. Christmas stuff goes up the day after American Thanksgiving. It's <laughs> your Thanksgiving too now. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, just I also called have a Canadian Thanksgiving. Do you celebrate both now? Yeah. Yeah. You're I very think lucky. You should... That's the best holiday, to be honest. That's what I think, anyway. I wear sweatpants. <laughs> I think you should just call it Thanksgiving and then it's Canadian Thanksgiving. Well, I do call you're it an... Canadian Thanksgiving. Well, you need to just stop calling it American Thanksgiving. It's just <laughs> Thanksgiving now. I'll get it right. If we swapped out Columbus Day for a double up on Thanksgiving, that'd be awesome. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, please. Oh my God, my waistline so, couldn't handle it, but I'm so ready. So Canadian Thanksgiving was last weekend. Yes. Yeah. I believe the same Canadian Thanksgiving observed was Columbus Day. It fell on the same day this year. I, you know, I'm going to vote. If, if there's a vote being taken for this, I vote for that to be the replacement. That'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, screw Columbus Day. I mean, a lot of people don't even get it off anymore. No. But no. the post office was closed, so that was yeah. a minor irritation. But yeah. I'd rather eat. I'd yeah. rather eat like, something let's, tasty. Let's <laughs> just, yeah, let's eat. And yeah, indigenous what is it usually now called? Indigenous People's Day? Sure. Uh, yeah. Is that what yeah. 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 Okay. Let's, let's have that. Eat lots of food. 
Yes, I, I was telling Wes that uh, Canadian Thanksgiving is the celebration of the harvest, not the killing of Indians. And he told me that Amer- uh, we don't kill Indians. And I said, well, you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he killed most of all of them. Yes, he was like, well, that was before my time and it's not my fault. Oh, so, <laughs> hate to break Yikes. it to you there, but the Canadians did too. We are all responsible. Yes, yes, we are. The French and the English—they did a good number on it too. So, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. we are all responsible. Or, or our great, 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 great grand peoples were anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now we can just stop killing them. Yeah, let's just let's just stop doing all those things. Well, anyway, that took a really dark turn. Why don't we move on? A dark, guilt-ridden turn. Let's move on to more, like, distressing things. How about that? That does bring us to Joe Colton Presents Creepy Fanboy Messages Straight from Loser Town Bonus Edition. (laughs) That's the other reason I'm here. Who would like to go first? Do you want to go first? I have pictures. I have oh to. I have God. to queue up some dialogue. So, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll. I'll go first. The rundown um, says that Joe is first in the talking order. Yes, that's true. Hey, <laughs> uh, she asked. I I offered for somebody else to go. So I've got two. Uh, one was a recent Instagram request. I was asked if. I uh, would take pictures of my feet. <gasps> yes. For for three hundred dollars, I would. Have oh, that's low. Said yes to this, right? Yes. So I was like, "This is ridiculous." So I'm talking to Wes, and I was like, "Don't you think it's crazy?" He's like, "Just your feet." Yeah. Like, doesn't I'm want okay anything with else. People sexualizing my feet. I think. Yeah. Well, that's I'm fine with me. Yeah, we were like, well, if he doesn't tag you and he doesn't want anything but your toes or your feet, then that, sure, why not? <laughs> I was like, that's what I'm Can you see me? No. Oh, my God. Can you send him my way? Because I need $300. <laughs> I will send him your way. I have nice feet. My arches are very arched. <laughs> so a friend of mine does do this. Really? Yes. So she does photos and video. Video? Yes. Apparently they like video. And I go, what do you do in a video? Wiggle your toes? And she's like, well, you rub your feet and then like scrunch your toes. <laughs> I'm like, this is so weird. So I was like, all right, I have a weird skill with my feet. I can pick things up and I can like write. <laughs> what? And then I could also play Cat's Cradle with my toes. What? <gasps> That's gross. Like, what can't you do? <laughs> I was an only child. And I was like, oh, see. <laughs> I can do something crazy. So one of my weird skills is that. <laughs> Prehensile oh my god. <laughs> I'm really excited about this. <laughs> Man, this this turned into creepy messages from Joe Colton. I know. 
I, I can barely oh, wiggle Lord. my toes separately, let alone sign, oh. my, sign my name. Good God. Like, I can, I can, like, pick things up. Like, if, so I did this to Wes. I didn't tell him that I could do this. He had dropped something, and I literally picked it up with my foot and hit it. I think this is where so, I, I call my dad and thank him for two brothers and a sister. So, so I have a question. Did you sign your naturalization paperwork with your feet? No. That's part of why they let her in. Oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't ever think I would tell anyone this, but okay. That was her special skill on the visa. <laughs> yeah. Prehensile toad. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I hope you weren't expecting fewer creepy fanboy <laughs> messages. Because you've signed up for a whole lot. Now. I know. It's bad. Look, you know, everybody's got their thing. I'm not, I'm not criticizing the foot fetishists here. If that's what floats your boat, great. Yeah. Not my thing, but sure if it, it knock yourself out you know but i'm just saying if you thought you were going to get less messages now mm, no no ma'am no ma'am they're all going to find you now no oh, ma'am that's amazing i honest to god would do that though i would have said yes uh, that needs to be a t-shirt right there kate mcleod 300 bucks is 300 bucks. We'll do sexual footwork. Is that <laughs> no, that's something totally different. You do not want to do that. Know, what that's... is that? Look how nice. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll take photos of feet for, for $300. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah, sex oh. with feet is something entirely different. You don't want to go there. Yeah. Kate defining her you line. You have to cut this out, Mike. Her defining her line on foot fetish, you know. Uh, but it's oh. inherently like the foot fetish, like what they're asking for is inherently sexual, right? Like it's still in that vein. They is, they want pictures of your feet and you rubbing them so they can jerk off to them, right? Right. I mean, it, yeah. it's okay. sexual for them. Yeah. Which is why since it's not sexual to me, I would feel relatively safe doing it. It feels like anonymous. I understand. Like me picking up things and handing them to Wes with my toes, not sexual. Just a weird skill. (laughs) Yeah, but someone might find that very sexy. Right. And then like what else can you grab? And (laughs) then mine will go wild and they'll (laughs) And let's move on. Yeah, I, let's I think, on. I'm I just, think the I'm, nickname I'm Toe Colton is born. People, I just am trying to understand this a little bit and maybe make some money. <laughs> the nickname Toe Colton <sighs> is born. We have the birth of Toe Colton. <laughs> God. I'm going to take my sweater off. God. <laughs> my God. Good so gravy. The... Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. So the other one was a young man on Instagram, obviously, asking me if I am attached, and if not, 
he would like nothing sexual at first. However, we can develop into a sexual relationship, but only if we spend time together and get to know each other. Because he's a gentleman, and <laughs> sex comes after getting to know him. Because you're in your thirties. That's 30s. very forward. You're in your thirties and don't understand how dating works. <laughs> right. And so I said, "No, I'm I'm happily attached." And he said, "Well, that's too bad. Would you like to get to know each other and maybe <laughs> blossom into a friendship, and then you can see where your life is supposed to go and with." <gasps> Wow. Yes. So I wow. just I just said <laughs> you and then blocked him. Good job. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That is My It's going to be funny that I'm the one who plays this card here, but that is <laughs> that is perhaps the most ridiculous mansplaining I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> He just tried to teach you what dating was. And then how you were supposed to do it, of course. Yeah. But he only he was a dreamer. So I went on his uh, Instagram page. He was a dreamer, a freelance oh. writer, and a skateboarder. <laughs> well, of course he was. It's like wonderful. I haven't skateboarded in over twenty years. Thanks. And he he gave you all of that information out of the kindness of his heart, because he just wants to make sure that you're doing your life right. <laughs> yep. Oh my God, gentlemen, giving all of us a bad name out there. Oh, that's Sarah. How... Would you like to, <laughs> to share yours? Woo. We won't go into it at depth, but I did have. Two foot requests, and Yay! I oh my god, this is so pictures common. to one. However, they were pictures of Kenny's feet. Oh, <laughs> did you get paid? So, for the folks did... who maybe are outside of our circle, explain who Kenny is. Kenny, cousin Kenny, is Aaron's cousin. If you've shopped the Roma Collectibles booth at any of the uh, Joe Cons or Joe Fest, you've probably seen cousin Kenny. He's a, you know, bigger, heavy set guy. He'd been working. We were actually at a toy show and he'd been working all weekend and get this foot request. First, I tell him, sure, for $500. Then he, he, he tells me that's way too much. He offers me 10. So I'm like, all right. So I ask Kenny, I say, all right, I need you to do me a solid. So he takes off his shoes and he's been working all weekend. So his feet are real swollen, real gross. And I take a picture and I say, I need you to spread your toes. So he spreads his toes out real wide and just really get in there. And uh, I sent the guy the photo and he, he just, he stopped replying. So very sad, <laughs> but he did get a foot photo. It just wasn't my foot. Uh, oh. I also, when people um, send me like, show me your boobs, they also get Kenny's chest. So Kenny's a, <laughs> A good guy for that sort of thing. Kenny is There's quality people. Many people, quality people. So there was that. I got two of those. The other one I just ignored. So this one's kind of involved. Uh, there was there was a guy on Instagram <coughs> from India or oh, Pakistan. Yeah, those are always the best. He was really starting to get personal with his questions, like wanting to know where I am, what am I doing, 
personal questions. And he sent me a message. This is, what are you doing now? Heart emoji. And I said, I'm on the trip with my husband, which was true. And he says, okay, send his photo. So I'm like, all right, this is weird. So you know how um, they had the face switching filter. It would make you look like either a dude or a woman. So I used the man filter on myself and sent him the photo. So he said, very nice. So he apparently likes me with a beard. <laughs> then he also likes to send me my own photos and ask if it's me. And he sent me one of my Antiope and he says, so hot. And I told him that the costume was made from old tires. He didn't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> um, I ignored him for a while and he would just keep messaging me. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Or whatever. And I finally, I told him I was working out. I couldn't talk. And he says, but why? I am working out lifting weights. Are you a boy or a girl? So I'm like, okay. All right. So uh, I actually told him I'm a stabbing robot, which he did not get that reference. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him I couldn't talk. And he wants to know what I'm doing. So I told him I'm working out again, lifting weights, doing cardio, getting in shape. And he says, but why are you doing? So at this point, I'm just, I'm over this dude. So I say, uh, Working out, lifting weights, getting swole, hulking out, crush my enemies, a bunch of stuff like that. And he won't leave me alone. So I start sending him pictures of Dave Batista. Because <laughs> Dave Batista is hilarious. And oh my God. Oh. so then he says, we suspect you are a boy or a girl. And I have no idea what he's trying to say. So I just keep sending him all of these pictures of Dave Batista. He says, but why? Uh, what is all this? Why are you lying to me? And I just kept going on. And finally, I think towards the end, I actually had him believing that I was, in fact, Dave Batista. <laughs> so that was my guy. It was very good. I had a lot of fun with that. And then I blocked him. Well, yeah. you can't really top that one, so you need to get out while the getting's good. Yeah. <laughs> he did start to tell me to name my top movies, though. So, uh, And he says that Guardians of the Galaxy was his favorite film, so maybe I made his day. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm sure that's how Dave Batista navigates Instagram. <laughs> I'm masquerading as Ohio-based cosplayers. Hey, man, you never know. That's my contribution. <laughs> Kate? <laughs> I don't really have anything. I haven't really been, like, even if people send me messages, I kind of just don't look at them kind of situation. <laughs> so. <laughs> She's got this beat. I haven't really, I, I don't know. I don't have anything to add. And if I did, it probably wouldn't top those either. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm still looking for the guy to top cot guy. Oh. <laughs> He's a legend. I want to meet that. that guy. Kate is putting together the wording on her, her personals ad. We'll sell foot pictures for dollar, dollar, dollar sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get to work on that right away. That'd be much more profitable than my pottery business, to be honest. Here's what you should do is just take a, a good slab of clay and just step down on it so you have a indentation of your foot and then sell that. Okay. And then call it good arches. 
Oh. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Use your yeah. skills to make yeah. a full plaster cast of your foot and then sell plastic duplicates. Yeah. No, I like not 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 plastic silicone. There you go. Latex. This reminds me of something else I've seen on the interwebs. Oh, sure. <laughs> I mean, we I can make one of those of my own foot, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. If you think of it, it's somewhere on the internet. So if we've thought of it, it's, it's somewhere on the internet. It's not a, that's not a surprise. You know, it'd be weird if one day you're walking by a store and there's your foot in the window. Would you recognize your own foot? I don't know. But how many people cast their own foot? I don't know. I do feel like a lot of people's feet look the same. Mine are gigantic. My younger brother would recognize his foot because he's got some weird hawk toes. And that's really just weird hawk toenails. It's not really weird hawk toes. <laughs> yeah, that could have rectified. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I, I went to his wedding last month, and his fiance at the time, his his lovely bride, for the the preparation, gave him an appointment with her nail people. Oh my god! And now, like his his toenails were so. It's not, I mean, it's not his fault. He's obviously, he showers, he cleans, he does his best with them, but they just grow in funny. He's had problems with ingrown <laughs> toenails his whole life. So they just grow in weird and, and they're tough to, to manage. And I think his nail, or rather her nail lady, won't take her calls anymore. Like, really? <laughs> they had to get, they had to get the Dremel out for them. Oh. What? Yeah. Oh, the Dremel. Oh, my God. That sounds really intense. They're really <laughs> up toenails. I'm trying to imagine this now. They like ingrown or. Yes. And they kind of. You... They kind of do that thing where they curve around the front of the toe and grow downward. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh. And then one that of them... wasn't what I was imagining either. Yeah, no, he's he's got some messed up toenails. You can cut this out too. I just got overly curious. I, oh, believe you me, you just was... label this the foot fetish episode. He's <laughs> nice. That's all I've been asking about. It. I'm gonna figure out something with feet for the clothing theme song. So make no mistake. If you have any suggestions, mull those over while we record the rest of the episode here. But the closing episode to this will have something to do with feet. <laughs> Is that all we have for creepy messages? Yeah, I didn't have anything. Joe? Sarah? I'm good. Right. Unless I can dig deep, but, you know, I, I really feel like the Dave Batista is probably, yeah, that's probably a strong, the summit tonight. That's a strong story. we got to stick with Dave Batista. That can be your parting shot there. I love Dave Batista. <laughs> I hope he's listening. So that brings mm -hmm. us to the close of Joe Colton Presents Creepy, Creepy Fanboy messages, messages Straight from, from Loser Town, Town Deluxe, Deluxe Edition. It's, you're, you're the host. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the host this time. You're the host. I'm sure she has a good reason. She's muted herself, and she doesn't remember. <laughs> I muted myself! 
at least once an episode. Oh my god, I was so talking. I was like, oh, okay, I'm right on. And then like, nothing. And then you started talking. Ugh. All right. <laughs> Good job. Good job on that one. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to the news. All right. Look at our um, production values going through the roof. <laughs> okay. The finest 2019 charity campaign funds and then funds again. After passing the original funding goal of $5,000 on August 27th, the group set its sights on reaching 10000 in donations. The goal was passed with about a week left in the pledge period, leading to another unofficial goal of 12000 which was then passed. The group finished its promotion uh, collecting $13,467 for Canines for Warriors. So we are done with our Indiegogo campaign. Thank God. <laughs> and now we are I'm... doing layout. <laughs> and Sarah will take over from here. <laughs> she is excited. No, no I mean, in, in all seriousness, we funded very quickly with our original goal and usually very stressful during the campaign. But we, we were 50% funded within five days of the original start date so the stress was kind of put aside very quickly for this one but that's what happens when you have a brand yeah (laughs) hey you know what i'm just gonna leave that alone um but to wake up the morning after the campaign ended and see that we had not only hit twelve thousand, but made it to over thirteen thousand was was just amazing it's been a lot of work. It still is a lot of work. We're doing the layouts right now and kind of finalizing some of the perks. And we should have things out a lot earlier than in previous years. This has been kind of a, a bittersweet one for me because this is going to be my last one. I, I'm taking a break. I'm not doing this anymore. This has been several years. I'm kind of ready for a break from it. But um, yeah, so, so we funded. Uh, I want to say thank you or we want to say thank you to Mike for having us on and letting us ramble about it at the onset of the campaign and a huge thank you to everybody who took the time to share the campaign and everybody who donated it's super cliche but we couldn't have made the goal without a lot of help so from everybody on staff thank you so much I'd like to clarify two points there and one is that, you know, Joe Colton does have some say in, in the administrative <laughs> functions of what's on Joe Mind. She is a full partner, <laughs> despite what she would let you th- lead you to think. That we, we, do, we do talk to Joe Colton about decisions. And the mm-hmm. second part of it is, look at Sarah Dietrich plugging the damn show. <laughs> Why don't you plug the damn show? <laughs> Oh boy! I'm gonna plug the shows some more too. I have a little, I have a, I have something in store. So keep your eyes peeled. I know you have discussion points that I I didn't get on the rundown, but I figured I was gonna see you this weekend, so we can just get them then. Yes, that can be our on the spot weekend Uh, content. On the spot. All right. Cool. 
So, yeah, that's the charity. Woo! <clears throat> and all three of us are in it. Yeah. This oh. is the first year I've been in it. Is it the first Do year? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Pretty excited about that. Kate's going to be rocking the French Sergeant Slaughter costume. Maybe next year. You'll have to see. People are going to ask for their money back if we tell them that those masks are in there. Do a special Halloween edition. Oh, my God. You're going to wear those masks. (laughs) The the rest of the costume is probably needing to be pretty skimpy at that point. (laughs) It's the trade-off there, isn't it? That'd be a long way to go for a joke. Oh. You, you, you do the, the let's do it why not do the cheesy bikini shot but wearing the the ben cooper masks from the 1980s oh my God. let's do it i'm ready i'm i'm on board with this i've already said okay can can i wear one of the french masks the footloose one with the <laughs> you can be speedy sure aaron just walked in he's like it's speedy not footloose there we go. You're like, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> See what happens when I'm I'm removed from the lead chair? See what happens? Yeah. I go yeah. I go back to the panelist chair and things start to get awful again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh goodness, it's good to be home. It's good to be home. All right, Hasbro extends its deadline for Unicron project. Now, now hold on, hold on just a minute. What? Just a minute. What? You can't move to the next (laughs) news item unless you say, next news item. We're moving on to the next news item. Because remember, (laughs) increased production value. Do you want to talk about Unicron or not? Go ahead. All right. Hasbro extends its deadline for Unicron project and its funds. Potential backers took until October 6th to decide to back the HasLabs Unicron project, which was not likely to gather enough support before its original deadline. Unicron acquired 8,000 backers and passed that threshold on the last day of the extended funding period. It was priced at five seventy four ninety nine per unit. <clears throat> I almost choked. <laughs> yes. Wow. The reaction wow. of five seventy four ninety nine for a transformer is a lot of people yeah. is choking. Yeah. I like I couldn't read the number. <laughs> That's insane. I, I mean, I guess so. If you've got that money to spend on transformers, more power to you. <laughs> you knew they were going to do something, anything to get this to fun once they extended it. The, the time range on. I suppose it's encouraging because you don't want to see a company like Hasbro put the effort into a, a HasLabs type division where they are encouraged to come up with weird and special projects like this to see it fall on its face. But I have my doubts as to the legitimacy of that number. Not that it's necessarily, uh, again, not that it's a bad thing that it funded. I'm happy that Unicron's going to get made. I'm happy that everybody that wants Unicron is getting Unicron. It, there's, there, I don't say this with any any tinge of bitterness. I just wonder why suddenly you're able to pull out eight thousand. Like I don't I don't understand how the difference is made if you take three months to dig up eight thousand, 
buyers versus one month for 8,000 buyers. Something's a little fishy there as far as how the, how the counting was done. And I don't yeah. necessarily need to know how the, the sausage was made. Uh, I'm, again, I'm happy it funded. I hope that at some point after G.I. Joe Snake Eyes is a huge monumental success and the G.I. Joe production is back in full swing that a G.I. Joe project falls somewhere on the assembly line in the near future. I didn't buy it. Um, we on. did not get a Unicron. I'm no. getting a Unicron. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, Chris, Chris went in on it. Who's, nobody's surprised Chris is a this. huge Transformers fan. Unicron is We don't have room ass. for it in our house. I don't have room for it in my house. How big is it? It's 30 inches tall, almost 30 inches tall. So it's Get pretty out. big. And you know, I don't know. I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. But also, it's really cool. And also, if you already collect like masterpiece pieces, those are yeah. like, really expensive mm-hmm. just for the smaller ones. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Relatively speaking, it's reasonable, but it's a lot of money. He did he and haw about it. And he was like, last second buy-in on that you know it wasn't an easy decision so just make sure that the person who gets nudged out of the bed to make room for unicron is him (laughs) yep that's what's gonna happen that's the price he's gotta pay (laughs) for unicron But it's a cool piece, and I'm glad it's going to exist, you know? Exactly. When I first saw the pictures of it, I was like, this is cool, and then I saw the price. But then to, to know that it's funded and that it will exist is really, really awesome. So, yeah. To Hasbro's credit, as this went on, they kept improving it. Yeah. They didn't just throw it out there and say, well, here it is, 575 bucks, <laughs> here it go. Like, they made the hands better, and they added more detail, and, and so they kept improving the product. They kept making it more worth the money so i think if you pledged at the the end of this if you pledged till in october one you you were looking at a much better project than if you had pledged on september one yeah so kudos to hasbro on that again real happy that it's going to get made keep us in mind when our movie franchise gets going next year yes (laughs) all right next news item Larry Hama confirmed as he's returning to Joe Fest 2020 as a guest. Woohoo! Woo! I will also be a guest. I just agreed to it. Are you guys coming next year? I am probably going. Chris is for sure going to be there, but okay. it just depends on my work now because that kind of throws the kink and everything now so work is good yeah. work is good Mo- having money is a good thing oh, it's fantastic <laughs> eating food is great <laughs> oh my god <laughs> shelter is excellent shelter health insurance all really great things so if that's the trade-off if joe Kahn is my trade-off for being able to survive that's okay with me. yeah all right. Um, you probably have plenty of time to get the request in for the long weekend. I hope so. Plenty of time. I just have a lot of other things I want to do that year. So, and very limited vacation time. So, fair enough. Yeah. 
Sarah, are you kind? Yes, I will be there with Roma Collectibles. Mm. Uh, <laughs> had to do it. Um, I don't know if I'm going to guess or not. I might have to work the booth because Cousin Kenny, his what? girlfriend had a baby. And I know that. Yeah. Cute, cute, cute little, uh, cute little thing. So things might be a little bit different, but uh, definitely going. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait to wear a scary mask. <laughs> <laughs> At the booth. At the booth. Oh, yes. This Definitely is, at the booth. This is perhaps our most Kenny-heavy episode. Right. Probably have Kenny on now. Yeah, well, again, I'll see him I'll, <laughs> I'll see him this weekend. You ha- yeah, you, you should kind of on spot. It was in the, the, the plan. Last time, he kind of took me by surprise when I was out at your show earlier in the summer. All right, I just went over just to see how he's doing, just to chat. And he, he just immediately started and he's like, where's your microphone? Why aren't I getting to be on What's on Joe Mind? <laughs> I was just, st- I just stood there. I was dumbfounded. I was like, I didn't think you even liked G.I. Joe. So <laughs> it was, it was, I just, you know, M- Mr. Happy-Go-Lucky radio guy just got caught standing there holding his tongue in his hand. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, that was the plan. We're going to get Kenny on anyway. This won't make it to air before all that stuff anyway, so he doesn't know it's coming. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> so crazy. But all I, right. I, I don't know if I'm going. I got It's way too far in advance for me to confirm on that sort of. I I made a hotel reservation, so I'm oh. I'm prepared to go, but I I don't. It it's way too far in advance to make that call yet. Everybody stop. Hmm. We'll discuss this later. <laughs> All right. Next up, the Snake Eyes new uh, news dump. You Indonesian actor you Ido. Forgot oh, next God, news go. item. Next news <laughs> item. <laughs> There's production value. KP Wee Herman. Production <laughs> value. <laughs> All right, new Snake Eyes movie. We're gonna do a news dump. The Indonesian actor Ido. Oh God, <laughs> that is not his last name. I know. His last name is not. Oh God, that is Indonesian actor Ido Uwais. Uwais, yes, Ido Uwais. He was in the Raid action movies and Stubber. The Dave Batista movie Has... from this summer, Stuber. Hey, that's my boy. Yes. <laughs> Dave Batista. He was the bad guy in the Dave Batista movie, Stuber. Yeah. Oh. Sweet. Okay. Has been cast as the hard master, according to Hollywood Reporter. Uh, the Spanish actress Ursula Corbero, uh, Netflix's uh, Money Heist and a host of Spanish-language projects, has been cast as the Baroness, according to therap.com. And Samara Weaving from Ready or Not, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, was cast as Scarlet, uh, according to The Hollywood Reporter. Haruka Ab, uh, she's just a shadow, BBC's one girl, Haji, uh, has been cast as an unknown role, according to therap.com. What are your thoughts, ladies? I dig it. 
Yeah, I think everyone fits the roles really well. So I'm interested to know what Haruka is going Abe. to be. Yeah, Abe is going to be. Yeah. It could be, um, they don't want to spoil, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. They don't want to announce the character because it's going to be an important spoiler. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that's why. But. Okay there, getting all choked up? Yeah. What happens when you drink wine and try and breathe in? I mean, I'm excited. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend that we're not going to go see it opening night. So yeah, it's, it's a moot point. I'm really excited about this, actually. I didn't like the other more recent films at all. But I'm really excited about this. And I'm surprised that there's so many, um, like, really, like, Henry Golding and, like, the Samara. I hadn't seen her in anything else, but that was a pretty big movie this summer, I think. Yeah. Like, if they're all signing on to this, hopefully the script is pretty good, too. I'm just hopeful. They didn't necessarily. They didn't necessarily get a big name cast, but they got a cast with talent. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. a good sign. I've been obsessed with Henry Golding for a while, so I'm like so excited about this. He's kind of my favorite human, oh. aside from the ones that I actually know. If you know what I mean, like <laughs> my favorite actor. <laughs> He's great. So Samara Weaving is Hugo Weaving's niece. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's from Australia. Very cool. This random Samara Yeah, Chris, when he first saw the picture of her, he thought that it was Margot Robbie. Yeah, she looked a lot like her. Yeah, they look very similar. I thought, when I saw the trailer for Ready or Not, I thought it was Emma Stone. Just kind of like the combo between the two in my mind. Like, I think that's interesting. Yeah, I can see that. I'm looking at her picture I, now. I think she'll be a good... Like, she... I didn't see her in anything, but, like... I mean, maybe she'll be good, Scarlet. Yeah. Ready mm. or Not was a very well-received horror movie that she was the lead in. Yeah. So... I kind of feel like I need to watch it now. Yeah. She's I, also going to be in the upcoming movie of uh, the new Bill and Ted movie. She'll be in that. Oh. Yeah. You know, I never saw any of the original Bill and Ted movies. That's too bad. They're really... They're really fun. I know. I need to catch up. I've kind of not seen a lot of movies in general. They're very I need different. to catch up on a lot of movies. Because the first one is very much, uh, you know, a, a super 80s happy buddy movie. And then the second one is this weird yeah. dark movie that's still really funny. There's there's a major tone <laughs> shift, but both of them are still really entertaining. So, okay. So I, I would, I would absolutely out. recommend the Bill and Ted movies. Do it now. <laughs> we expect. I feel like we should live watch, like do like a live watching of all these movies that these Joe actors have been in previously, mm-hmm. so Kate, we can get a better gauge of what they'll be like as these characters. The, the Kate McLeod. Or I'm just going to do that on a personal level, and <laughs> Chris and I could talk about. <laughs> Kate, Kate's behind on the source He material. loves when I talk through all the movies. <laughs> uh, we're, we're uncovering some, some deep scarring moments, aren't we? <laughs> Joe, is that the news? That's the news. 
We'd like to take a moment to thank our fine sponsors, AVAX Lab, for high-quality custom heads, weapons, vehicles, and parts for your G.I. Joe figures, head to avaxlab.com. It's a great place to get a little head. Roma Collectibles, the official Vagabond Hobo retailer of What's on Joe Mind. Check out romacollectibles.com for their convention schedule. Roma Collectibles is an official retailer for Boss Fight Studio. The Finest. The Finest is the largest G.I. Joe cosplay organization in the U.S. and is regularly represented by our own Joe Colton. Finest has raised over $70,000 for various military assistance organizations. Find out more and pick up some G.I. Joe cosplay tips and guidelines at thefinestcc.com. 3djoes.com, the online home of our own Carson Metaxas. 3djoes.com offers an in-depth look at G.I. Joe from 1982 to 1994. Check out figures, artwork, books, and more at 3djoes.com. All the cool stuff the official brick-and-mortar retailer of What's on Joe Mind in the UK. All the cool stuff has a huge selection of G.I. Joe, Action Force, Transformers, Lego, and more. Check them out in Fordingbridge or at allthecoolstuff.co.uk. Kokomo Toys, the official brick-and-mortar retailer of What's on Joe Mind in the U.S. Kokomo Toys is your source for G.I. Joe, Funko Pops, Marvel Legends, Boss Fight Studio, and more. Visit their mega store in Kokomo, Indiana, one hour north of Indianapolis, and online at kokomotoys.com. All right, next up is Postsock. We have two. We have two, we have three. Three. Aha. All right, first up. Hey, what's on Joe Mind? This might be a weird question, but I always wondered why is the DIC version of the cartoon Scarlet was what? Was the only female on the show. Lady J was only on Operation Dragonfire series. No cover girl. Thanks in advance. Love the show. Alistair Kepper via email. That's a pretty mm. easy one. Uh, actually, Lady J did show up on a couple of the Deke episodes. Uh, that really crazy one where they were playing football with tanks. I believe she's in that one. Which is renowned <laughs> as one of the most terrible episodes of anything. But they, they recast her love interest as Captain Gridiron for some reason. But no cover girl is the easiest part of that question. It's because there was no cover girl figure to sell, and she yeah. wasn't that popular of a figure in the first place, so they didn't really worry about bringing her back in. Whereas mm -hmm. Scarlet was a bigger part of the mythos because of her involvement either with Duke or with Snake Eyes, and they were planning to bring her back into the line with the Ninja Force one that came later, and Lady J... She was just a, a more prevalent character, and they were hoping that some of the kids would, would remember who she was. Hmm. What was the question again? Was it she was the only female character at all? Was Baroness not in the series? She was in For a the few. Deep uh, she, she got in a few. Morgan was he, Morgan Lofting was even cast as her voice, so that was one of the few <laughs> holdovers they had. But she wasn't in a whole lot of them. Uh, Zorana hmm. showed up a little bit, and she wasn't in a whole lot of them. Uh, but there was no cover girl. Jinx never came back, and there was only a few with Scarlet and a few with Lady J. And really, the, the character selection for those was all about who was available on the shelves, and there just wasn't a whole lot of Mike. besides that. Mike. Chris is interrupting now. 
Chris Mike, McCloud. How can you forget? How can you forget Metalhead's Nan? I have to pee, so I'm gonna let Chris talk for a while. You know that's. Oh a, my god. I, I don't. Hi guys. I don't think the word Hi. is forget so much as just blocked out. <laughs> from sheer. Tried to forget. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just a subconscious yeah. defense mechanism. It's possibly one of the worst episodes of the deep cartoon I've ever watched in my entire. It took me about seventy-five goes to actually get through it. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's it really is. I I've owned those on DVDs when they got released a few years back, and I have yeah. on many occasions sat down and tried to get through the whole thing. It's and, tough. It oh. is hard work. <laughs> I've never made it all the way to the end. Like absolutely, o- o- Operation Dragonfire is okay. Yeah, and that's not really that's damning with faint praise. There, it's okay. Yeah, and then you get into season one, and it it gradually slides down the cliff face, <laughs> and it's but of it's, quality. Yeah, like there's still some <laughs> moments in there. There's still every so often, you know, they cast Maurice Lamarche as Destro. Yeah, and that meant that Maurice Lamarche was also around to do the the coveted other voices. So every so often, there'd be some random character that would sound like Kirk Douglas or some random character that would sound like Orson <laughs> Welles or any yeah. of the other impressions that he's famous for doing. And, and you, you don't necessarily catch that unless you're really paying attention to him. But the only, thing, the, only re- the only really thing I got from the Deke cartoon was the fact that they crammed so many different characters in. Like pretty much every figure that was available at that point seemed to kind of just thrown onto the screen. But like that's... It's kind of like the one of the only reasons I'll ever give it any time because it, where the Sumbo cartoon is just so like quality in in terms of writing. Shout out to Buzz Dixon and many of the other writers on the show, but like it just really turned into a comedy, like a slapstick comedy, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. There was a major tone shift, and and one of the great parts about GI Joe from Sunbow is that they did allow for moments where it was genuinely funny. Uh, like I said, my folks used to watch that with us, and they used to enjoy themselves while they were watching it with us. Like they they enjoyed the GI yeah. Joe cartoon, and that was that was not the case with the Deke stuff. It was just the Deke stuff was like one long cold slither performance. <laughs> yeah, o- only it was only it was the GI Joe band, so it was even worse. It was the Action Force version. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sliding out. Bye, Chris. Sign back in. Thanks Bye. For stopping in. Bye. Bye, guys. See you soon. <laughs> you won't see Joe Colton soon. Yeah. Joe Colton's He's passing out. Taking a, taking a pass on CoilCon. Because <laughs> apparently we're not important. Uh, I can't go to everything. Whatever. Whatever. Make it to everything else. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> What's the next question? Next question. So, Alistair, thank you for writing in. Hope we got all of your questions answered somewhere in that weird discussion and trading of right. phones. And thanks to Chris McLeod. <laughs> all right. Next question. Cosplay looks like a lot of cost work. How do you balance the needs of the job with the fun of the hobby? Ryan Costello via Facebook. That's a good question. 
Ron Costello's I question. have to admit, I got really frustrated today because I've been trying to finish this particular costume. And my bobbin just would not cooperate with me for about two hours straight. So, oh God, he's... Bobbin did you walk works. away? Huh? Did you walk away? I um, had more whiskey. Oh. Tried again. Had more whiskey. Tried again. <laughs> came and recorded on this podcast. <laughs> nice. I was attempting a... to get this done before this weekend for Coil, but it's not going to happen, unfortunately. Do you have a drop-in bobbin? Or is it like a side? Like you load I it from the have... side? I don't even know. I have the oldest machine. I've had this machine since I was 15. Oh, my God. Okay. It's like a real basic singer model. Mm. I don't even know what the fancier thing is, but whatever I have isn't cutting it. <laughs> so it's been frustrating. So that's the thing. I think in those situations, you just have to, like, let it go and step back because it is supposed to be fun. And when it gets frustrating, you just have to just back away, like, for your own mental health <laughs> you have to just back away from it mm-hmm. or that's how I deal anyway hmm Sarah how do you balance well god I took what six months off I took a long break and I, I, I was getting to the point where I was just frustrated every build that I did and I didn't really I didn't want to do it I was doing it because I felt like I had to and yeah, I just I just said, you know what, I'm going to take a break. And I didn't really make any new things. I wore a lot of stuff that I've already made. And that was good. And, you know, when I felt the need to jump back in, I did. And having a lot of friends in the hobby also helps. And sometimes doing like a group costume is really motivating. If you've got either a pair or a group of people doing the same thing, that, that that's really kind of helped you to remember why you're doing it so yeah take a break man if you need to this doesn't pay the bills in fact it's a very expensive hobby so <laughs> yeah <laughs> take a break I, I told somebody that recently they were like i want to get into cosplay and i was like uh-huh they're like is it a fun hobby and i said sometimes sometimes you get frustrated uh, it's an expensive <laughs> addicting hobby and they're like what do you mean i was like you'll see <laughs> like I just left it at that. I'm going to hell. It's fine. <laughs> I know my fate. Hmm. How do I balance the job with the fun? to light things on fire oh yeah like my mira outfit like the ball gown i like i was like getting really frustrated with the jellyfish i was like i'm gonna light this thing on fire i was like i don't know what i'm doing wrong but i'm gonna light it on fire um babe why don't you not become a pyromaniac and how about i help you (laughs) 
he also does it, so he's like, we can't both be crazy. Oh, we <laughs> gotta go and shift. Like, okay. <laughs> he's like, go over there and sit and like let me look at it. And then he like eureka it, and I was like upset because I get so focused that I cannot step back sometimes and reset and look at the whole picture. I'm like, it's just this one little thing. And he's like, why don't you look at it in the entirety? But yeah, I couldn't figure out how the jellyfish were going to be on my back. And I was like, I'm just going to stuff them down the shirt. And he was like, are you now? It's all beaded in the back. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. So we had to make a hole. And then I was like, all right, I solved that issue. And then I couldn't put those in. And I used armature wire. And he's like, they're going to spin. And I was like, I'm going to light this thing on fire. (laughs) But it was fun. And that turned out so good. Thank you. It was my first time doing lights. I love all your costumes. (laughs) Honest to God, that was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Thank you. So I do crazy costumes like that. Like, I pick one for mom because when she gets here, she she doesn't want to, like, not do anything. She legit <laughs> bursts into tears if I have no project. And I was like, I'll keep you busy. I'm going to pick a hard thing. <laughs> and then Sarah told me I was trying to kill my mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your mom is the sweetest human being on the planet, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> so much. No, she's not. She, she's cute. <laughs> I mean, I I love her to death, but it's not because she's sweet. (laughs) She says things that she shouldn't say, but at (laughs) 77, she doesn't really give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, your mom's the best. Yes, but she is. She's cute. Yeah, I take a break. I haven't touched a sewing machine. Like, so Sarah took six months. I haven't really touched anything since the end of Dragon Con. I've been trying to pattern out a gift for a friend, and it didn't work out, so I just left it. And now I'm going to order new fabric for him and then make it. Yeah. So Labor Day, in other words, is what, how long you've been yes. resting. I put together a witch costume, but I had the dress, and I bought the wreath from Target. And I just did makeup, so that's not really like making a costume. <laughs> Although Target is where I go for my witching needs as well. Yes. I bought a wreath for $5 and made it my crown. All right. All right. Next question. What is your greatest cosplay achievement, and how did you pull it off? Ryan Costello via Facebook. Before we get mm. into this one, let me, let me throw out there that Ryan had a number of questions for the post <laughs> as he normally does and we, we put out the call and we can always expect seven or eight questions from ryan costello and that's not a bad thing because he's doing the work. they were all good questions yeah he's doing the yeah. work of our very lazy listenership that we know is out there just doesn't always send questions <laughs> but exactly. they were some of them got into the point where it was so specific that it was probably a better idea just to maybe put a special edition around some of this stuff, and, and we'll just kind of do a cosplay-specific episode somewhere down the line. So we're okay. not ignoring those questions. We're just putting a pin in them. All right. My greatest achievement. No one has died so, by your hand. 
<laughs> almost. <laughs> I almost killed somebody. You've almost killed lots of people. Yes. I guess it would be either Hella or the Mira costume. Because with Hella, it was learning how to make molds and create silicone attachments and texturizing fabric with a cricket. All in like two months before the con. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> like I bought the cricket and then kind of was like afraid and then had a friend come over, Marvin, and he was like, oh, let's, let, you need ovals. Here, I'll make you the ovals and then you just have to print them out. And then, oh, you need a heat press. So I went out and got a heat press. Because <laughs> each sheet was like 10 by 10. It would print, or 12 by 12, it would print one of those an hour almost, like 40 oh, minutes. So I would print two of those before work and then two of those after work. And I would then cut out the pattern and then heat pressed all of those ovals onto the fabric because I'm an insane person. <laughs> and so if somebody wanted to see photos of these costumes that you are referencing, perhaps yes. the easiest thing to do might be to give your Instagram account. Oh, yes. Instagram <laughs> is Joe Colton Cosplay. And Facebook is Joe Colton Cosplay. All right. And you can see them. Yes. Kate? Yeah? What is your greatest achievement? Okay. Well, you guys know I'm, compared to you guys, I'm pretty much a noob. So my greatest achievement so far was, and I'm still going to make additions and upgrades to this, but my Baroness Ironblood. That was the first time I've ever sewn the entire costume from scratch and I hand painted on the the logo and stuff so that was completely originally like I'm not the best seamstress and so that was completely out of my wheelhouse Yay. and I didn't know if it was going to work out and I'm really you know there can there can be tweaks that can be made but I'm really 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 happy with how it turned out the other thing that I made that I was really happy with and again, still a noob, so it wasn't that complicated in itself. But I made a helmet for Chris for his Night Force Lightfoot helmet. Yes. I made that out of EVA foam. And there's still things on there that like bother me, like I would tweak if I had to do it again. But I'm happy with how that turned out. That was a lot of work. So those are my two most complicated projects. Again, nothing compared to like, and beating the entire bodice of that. Oh my god! Like seriously, I bowed Mom down to you, Joe. <clears throat> Mom helped me with that. It was like know, two months like, straight. It turned out so good. <clears throat> so, but like, so compared to that, this, these are really simple projects. But I'm still new to this, and so it was like a big step for me. So, Kate, I will say that you might be okay. new to being a seamstress, but you are really good at building things, putting things. Yes. Together. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do have an art background, but like when you switch mediums, it's it's like you it's like you have no idea what you're doing. So like <laughs> to switch to EVA foam, like I yeah, I'm still very very inexperienced in that sense. Um, but if you want some pottery, you know, I'm your lady. Yes, <laughs> you made me you made me cups. <laughs> yeah, you had your Baroness Ironblood costume at Ohio Toy and Comic Show, right? Mm -hmm. And it was it was funny because we we 
came up to you and, and Rob and I and congratulated you. It's an excellent costume. And if we wanted to see this costume <laughs> online, we would find that at the Instagram account. Oh, is this a plug for my Instagram account? Yes. <laughs> Just like Joe did a minute ago. Um, okay, so I don't I don't have a dedicated cosplay account, but I have my life and my pottery and my cosplay all combined into Kate the Potter. It's K, the number eight, and the Potter. And that's me. Okay. So anyways, Rob and I came <laughs> up and we congratulated you on your Baroness costume and it was it was neat. It's a great pun. It was it's very creative. And the first words out of your mouth were, yeah, it looks good, but this stitching's really janky. Just, I, hate the, I hate the seams on this. I can't handle the seams. And, and you just kind of went on for that for a couple of minutes, and then we said goodbye. Immediately, I turned to Rob, and I said, I'll give you $5 if you walk up to her and say, man, this, this stitching is just janky. What's up with this? He, he did not take that money. Yeah, she would have killed him. No more rum. I mean, Kate's not. Yeah, I know they are. Kate's not tall enough to punch him in the throat, but it probably would have been like a diaphragm shot. So I did take a bit of Krav Maga, so you better watch out. But no, there was just this one part really on the back that didn't match up exactly. It was about one quarter inch off. Oh my god! No no one else in the whole. would notice it but i seem to want to point it out to everybody i talk to like that meets me in person i want to say hey look at this scene that i up i don't know why i want to do that <laughs> i don't know you have to you're yeah. right i do that every time someone said anytime someone compliments my costume i'm like hey look what's wrong with it i don't know why you must forgive yourself and <laughs> learn to love yourself despite your flaws yeah you are right this turned into a therapy session that I needed, but this turned into a therapy session, and I feel like I owe you money now, Mike. I'm not going to dissuade that. <laughs> Can I pay you in foot photos? Yes. <laughs> well, I could turn around and sell those, so sure. All right. I got Sarah, Kate, what I is got your Kate McLeod's feet here. <laughs> photos of Kate McLeod's feet. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) I really struggled with this. So because I don't do a whole lot of stuff that's incredibly complicated or incredibly interesting. But you know what I do? More recently, I've done a lot of stuff that has made people laugh. And I've really enjoyed doing some of the more funny costumes, even if they're, you know, not complicated. I did a Freddie Mercury at Dragon Con, which went over really well. And then... um, I did the Daenerys riding the inflatable Drogon. At, um, <laughs> at, that was uh, funny. That was so good. Yeah. It was so good. So, I made the top, but the dragon is from Spirit Halloween, so I can't, I can't say that I, you know, I didn't make an inflatable dragon. But so yeah, I'll, I'll say bringing people amusement. That's all I got. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. And if you want to laugh, you can. Find me at Mary Mercenary on Instagram. Yeah. I mean, if you can't be silly when you're dressing up as cartoon characters and television characters, then when can you be silly? I've got some some pretty like serious costumes, but people keep asking me to do the Kraken, so I'm like, I know where I fit in this world. People just want the Kraken, so. 
I should bring that back. God, that was fun. You did a really good, um, like the Daenerys with the blood. That was really good. Yeah, but that was just blood. I love blood, though. Oh, God. I love fake blood. My God. But that's not a costume. Fake blood is not a costume. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anywho. You both are wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Fine. (laughs) Moving on. That's it for post-sock. What we got in is next. What we got in. Oh, God. Kate fought the giant robot. Yeah. Well, you know, by extension of Chris, I did. You won't have <laughs> the same account. So. You won't have that robot. You just get, you decide which half. I, I get to live with it. Um, yeah. Top half, bottom uh, half, left half, whatever. That. I I haven't got too much other than that. <laughs> I did get the Oregon Trail handheld game, which has been fun. I've killed all my friends already. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chris surprised me with the SDCC Jurassic Park John Hammond figure. So that was oh. cool. It's got the little dinosaur babies. Oh, my God. I love it. It's so cute. And then from Roma Collectibles... Over the summer, I got the Firefly, I forget what brand they were, the Firefly statues. Ooh. Do you remember what those were, Sarah? The, anyway. the, Q, the QMX ones? Yeah, I bought all of those. And they're great. I, I think I'm going to repaint some of the eyeballs because they're a little oh. different direction-y eyeballs sometimes, the way they painted them. <laughs> and then... The Serenity is my favorite part of that whole collection because it's so, so cool. I feel like there's not a lot of Firefly stuff out there. So anytime I see any of it, I try to grab whatever I can get. So I'm a huge Firefly fan. Sarah, what did you get in? Okay. So some of this is really old because it comes from the list I started making after we recorded last year. So some of this is old. Uh, <laughs> She's been waiting. I've been waiting. So I found this in the wild at a show. I got a Katniss Everdeen Barbie. I think oh, I think wow. she's an official nice. Barbie. Yes. She was like 10 bucks. I don't know if she's complete. She came with her bow and some arrows and a little Mockingjay pin, but I couldn't pass it up. So she was super cute. Got her. I got a Constantine free comic book day pop. That was super cute. I got Daenerys season one action figure. I collect action figures or characters that I cosplay. So I had to get her. See what else did I get? Okay. So this one was fun. You know, Aaron does a bit of customizing (laughs) and he made me a 12 inch chuckles figure. Oh my God. (laughs) And it's really great. It looks like it should look. It's got the Hawaiian shirt and the outfit and all of the accessories look great. And he gave it to me. I'm trying to figure out who the head was. And I was like, oh, okay, I think I think it was a Ryan Gosling head. So I show it to Joe. And she's like, oh my God, that's William. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I'm like, no, 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 it's, it's not. It, it's really not. And she insisted that it was. And then she showed Maggie who agreed. And then she showed William and they all agreed. So now I have 
a custom 12-inch doll of William <laughs> in my house. And it creeps me out. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not going to so. come alive child play style and stab you in your sleep or anything. No, it's definitely not haunted. Mm, not yet, so, anyway. Uh, <laughs> don't let William touch it. Oh, God. It'll steal his soul. And that's not the worst William figure that's in our house, either. No. No. <laughs> I'm shivering, and it's not because of the weather. Mm. My husband that. has a very cruel sense of humor. You talked about that one the last time you were on. We, we don't need to cover that one again. Yeah. No, thank uh, No. Anyway, that's what I got in. Um, Joe. Yes. Uh, so I bought a lot of Halloween decorations. I have every Mira figure except the statue, which I'm planning to get. And then I'm planning to get, I know what I'm planning to get, the Court of the Dead by Sideshow Collectibles. I'm trying to get Kier. She's a fallen angel or a fallen Valkyrie. So that's that's my next figure. Because of Sarah and Wes, now I am starting to collect all the figures I cosplay. <laughs> but I want them in 12-inch. No. Yeah. So I'll get, like, the Barbies of all the Miras. Like, I have all the Barbies. So that's not bad. They don't have to be expensive. They just have to be not Pops. Because Wes collects Pops, and I don't want Pops. I have inadvertently started collecting pops. I don't like pops. I have a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> they just keep multiplying. Yeah. I think if you feed them, they multiply at night. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I need to sell mine off. They're giant dead eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Creep me out. They're okay. They're fine for what they are. I don't want to collect them with a capital C, though. Yeah. No, just... No. Yeah, I, I, I don't dislike them for the reasons that other people do. You know, it, it's become this collector gatekeeping issue. And yeah, like, that's... Oh, you collect I mean, pops? Blah, yeah. blah, blah. I, I don't care. It makes you happy, buy it. No. But I, I don't yeah. like them myself because of their gigantic dead eyes. <laughs> I think I, I have all the Harry Potter ones and I have I'm just very selective about it. So Yeah. I yeah. think if you if you go about it that route and not get like all twenty, forty thousand, however they've made now. Just just don't let it get out of hand. I, I have one that was given to me as a gift. It is Cobra Commander. And I like him because he, <laughs> he does not have yeah. huge dead eyes. Mm. He doesn't have any eyes well, at got, all. Right, he's got the thing. He's got the, the mask, yes. So he gets to stay. <laughs> I'm in Aaron's office right now, and there are many dead eyes staring at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> Between that and Tiny William, everywhere. I fear for your safety. <laughs> me too. Me too. All right. Is that all we got in? Uh, nobody asked me what I got in. Mike, what did you get in? You can see what I got in as it trickles in because I don't have disposable income. At our Instagram page, 
which is at uh, <laughs> Fine. All right. <laughs> we're moving on. We're so we're almost at the end, guys. Lastly, shout outs. So I'm going to shout out to you ladies for coming on the show. Aww. And it's always fun talking with you guys. And we always laugh when we do one of these. So I like it. Thank you to Mike for tolerating and being patient with us. And for being a great co-host. It's good to get back what? in a little chair once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then thank you to Wes for being patient. And when I freak out doing costume stuff. And telling me to sleep. And taking care of me and making me dinner when I come home now because I had to change how I travel to and from work. So he's been cooking more and more. Yeah, it's been sweet. He's so good. (laughs) Is everything keto? No. Well, yes, it is, but it's fine. Did you do that thing where I I told you about the breading with the ground-up pork rinds? No, because he hates pork rinds. That doesn't matter. I, I don't like pork rinds either, but when you use them instead of breadcrumbs and fry things, they don't taste like pork rinds anymore. I feel like that's probably not on the list of things I'm allowed to do for it is, keto. It is absolutely on the list of things you're allowed to do for keto. Look it up. Really? <laughs> yes. I got the recipe for it from a keto cooking website. Oh... All right. I'm not just making stuff up and throwing it out there at you. I'm trying to help, damn it. <laughs> I get excited about frying things. I'll be f-ing damned. Huh. Mm-hmm. Is this another instance of you, for some reason, not understanding that oftentimes I do know what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. I do make it okay. difficult because uh, I do say a lot of dumb shit on purpose. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's fair. Oh, yeah. I, it's fair. I can't, I, it's not really not really blaming you for that. But. All right. Okay. Kate, your shout out. Shout out back at all of you guys. Because I love you. Aww. And um, to Chris. <laughs> Popped on here for a second. And Max and Phoebe. Phoebe's right next to me. I hope she hasn't been too disruptive because she's been like sneezing and digging at the covers this entire time I've been recording. I was wondering what that was. Yeah. Yeah. She's been, uh, she just hasn't been sitting still. But I can't tell her not to be in here because she wants to be next to me. It's ladies night. She's in. She is. She's a lady too. And, yeah, I don't know. I love everybody. <laughs> she loves whiskey. Sarah? Well, I uh, have to give the shout-out, of course, to Aaron, my husband, Aaron. I've been uh, taking up his office again. You know, CoilCon is this weekend, and I'm sure he's got a ton to do, and I'm just kind of taking him space in here. So shout-out to Aaron and Roma Collectibles. And uh, I also have to give a shout out to the scary French mask who will haunt my dreams 
<laughs> for the rest of my days. <laughs> hmm. Not the Sergeant Slaughter finger, huh? Or the mask? It's pretty bad, but I'm just Lady J is just staring at me, and I'm. Her mouth bothers me. They're all bad. They're all nightmare fuel. Yeah. But the French ones are worse. Shout out to Kenny's toes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to, like, sign off. (laughs) Love it. Oh, my God. I think we all learned a lot about toes on this one. (laughs) What's on Joe's podiatrist's mind? (laughs) What's on toe mind? What's on toe mind? (laughs) With your host, Toe Colton. (laughs) (laughs) That's the title of this episode, by the way. Oh. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Episode yes, 118, Sarah. What's on Toe Mind? Oh, boy. <laughs> you should also inform them that it's not a typo. They'll, they'll hear it soon enough. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, all right, ladies and gents. Mike, do you want to do a shout-out to anybody? I was going to say, do I not get to do shout-outs either, apparently? <laughs> Apparently, my having a penis makes me a second-class citizen. <laughs> I'll not tolerate this inequality, man. Mike, would you like to do a shout-out? I would. I would like wow. to give our standard shout-out to our sponsors, our good well. friends who give us free stuff and money for mentions. We like them. Yes, we do. And I would also like to give a shout-out to our listeners who have stuck with us through thick and thin. Remind them that if they have any do- a few dollars laying around and want to support the show, we do have merchandise and T-shirts available at the What's On Joe Mall on Etsy. That is etsy.com slash shop slash What's On Joe Mall. Remember that you can contact us anytime by email at whatsonjoemind at gmail.com, at WOJM Podcast on Twitter, at What's On Joe Mind on Instagram, on our self-titled Facebook page, or by voicemail at 262-515-9656. That is 262-515-WOJM. We look forward to feedback, questions for the postdoc, episode ideas, and any correspondence from our fans. Also like to give a shout-out to Chris for stopping in, to you ladies for, for helping us out with hosting, to Joe Colton for taking the big chair uh, despite my somewhat concerted efforts to usurp everything anyway. (laughs) It's not easy what you do. No. No. They gave me a degree to do this, remember? Yeah. (laughs) This radio gig, it ain't ain't just Whistling Dixie. Now, mind you, you'd get the hang of it with any degree of regular practice in pretty short order because you're a halfway intelligent, at least a halfway intelligent person, and you know, know not to talk into a microphone while you're picking your teeth and things like that. So, at least you've given the impression that you know that. If I keep you from getting that regular practice, then I know I've got a job on my own. Yes. Podcast. Always have a job. Something to think about there. Yeah. Are we putting a bow on 118? A big 
pink ladies bow? Yes, please. Take us out. Okay. Well, you cut me off earlier. Damn it. All right. Um, well, well, that's it for tonight, for Ladies Night. Thank you all for tuning in from all the ladies, Sarah, Kate, and myself, and our honorary Mike Irizarry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to say good night and thank you. Have a good night, everybody. Kate's laughing at <laughs> Kate's laughing at that like I should be insulted or something. No, why would I be insulted by this? <laughs> Women are 52% of the world's population. How is being called an honorary lady insulting? It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I know for a fact I would not be here if it were not for ladies. That's true. I mean, one in specific. Yes. But, you know, it goes up the tree any number of branches so you know there you go <laughs> oh this stupidity all right good we're out
And we're just not going to go in order of the of the list, yeah. are we? No. 